Welcome back to Devori Darkens Live podcast show, episode number 156. And in today's show, I'm going to be sharing the seven words that can completely give you control over yourself and help you conquer anxiety. Why is that? Because I know through personal experience, the amount of clients I've coached and on the internet, it's clear. Anxiety is a huge complaint. It's a huge issue. And most people do what? They go the medication route. I guarantee if you watch today's show, you're going to find out exactly how you can conquer the anxiety, how you can start to feel like you're in control of yourself again, and ultimately help you live a healthy, happy, fulfilling life. All by just using seven words, by the way. And as I always start in every show, why would you want to do something like this? Well, you got to have a purpose. You got to have a reason on why you want to make this type of change. Why do you want to conquer your anxiety? Why would you want to change the way that you think and how you move and how you operate in your life in order to get the success you want? Why would you do all that? Well, it starts with a purpose, meaning your life purpose. There's a reason you are alive at this period of time. You are meant to do something great in your own life. You don't got to be me. I don't need to be you. We don't need to look at anybody else and try to be them. You got to be you. Once you start to become yourself, your authentic self, that's when you're going to start experiencing freedom. And I'm not just talking about freedom financially. I'm talking about freedom from a standpoint of emotion, spiritual, physically, mentally. You're walking around with all this energy being drained and you're confused and you don't know where to go. Starts with purpose. And we talked about that in episode number 155. So if you don't know what your purpose in life is, I have something for you. Go to the link in my bio right now and download what I call the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. It's a cheat sheet that helps you discover your life purpose. And it comes with a free video training that shows you how to fill the cheat sheet out and get the most out of it. So if you're still confused about that, go and download that. But what if you are the person that you've done that already? You read the books, you watched the videos, you listened to this podcast for quite some time now, and you know that you need accountability. You know that you don't know what you're doing, and the results are not changing, and all you need is someone to talk to that can help you go through the steps you need to go through to get to where you want to go. Go to the link in my bio as well and schedule a life audit call. Usually this happens to me almost every single day. I get people scheduling calls and having conversations with me to see if I can help them. I don't, I can't promise you I can help you, but what I can promise you, if we have a conversation, you're definitely going to be clear on the steps you should be taking to get to where you want to go in life. And to do that, go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call. Now, what are the seven words that can completely, and I, this is not an exaggeration, by the way, guys, it, it can come off that way but that can completely give you control over yourself and conquer your anxiety. You're going to want to write this down. Things are always working out for me. That's seven. Things are always working out for me. Now, you may have heard that. I've heard it. I learned from that. I learned this, these words from Abraham Hicks, give credit where credit is due. But you hear that. But do you understand why? You should repeat those words to yourself. Do you understand why 
When you wake up in the morning, you should be repeating that to yourself. Do you understand why you should be writing that down in a gratitude list? Well, I'm going to give you all the science to that today, but that is what those seven words are. Things are always working out for me. They're always working out for you. Now, I challenge you to push back this idea. I want you to push back because I'm telling you, but in this show, you'll see that um, this is facts. Absolutely. Things are always working out for you. If you're able to hear what I'm saying, if you're able to see what I'm doing right now, if you're able to hold a phone in your hand while you consume this positive content, things are working out for you. Now, things may have not turned out the way that you thought they should have, the way that you expected that it should have, but that doesn't mean it's, it can't. Just because you lose the first game in the season does not mean you can't win the championship. Just because you started your life off in the wrong way. Maybe you were not dealt the best cards. Maybe you were put in positions that didn't, that, that made you, you know, not have the confidence you needed to be successful. Maybe your parents failed you. It doesn't matter what happened. What matters is what are you going to do starting today and moving forward? And if you start repeating these words to yourself, I guarantee things are going to improve. Absolutely. Now, Let's first address the problem. We'll get into the science and then I'll give you the process of why these words help you conquer your anxiety and I'll give you some other tips as well. Well, here's the main problem, guys. We are a product of the way that we think. Your thinking is the root cause to everything that's happening in your life. Now, some people may say, well, really did it? Was it my thinking that caused me to get into a car accident? Was it, was it my thinking that caused my wife or my husband to cheat on me? Was it... You'd be shocked if you really got into this material and understood how your mind works. You could see how these things are happening because of your way of thinking. Now, I'll give you an example. If you're a person right now stressing about the current economy, you just proved my point. Why are you stressed out? Because all you're doing is thinking negatively about the economy. If you're a person that's having a hard time with your children, you can't get along with them. You guys are just, you're not on the same page. I guarantee it's because of the way that you think about your children. It's the way you approach them. It's your energy behind the words you choose to use to communicate with them. It's what you focus on in your mind. You see, children can always show you where you're at with your mindset because they tend to alter their behavior just like that based on the way that their parents are acting. So if you're coming at your children with negative energy and you may deny, you may say, no, I'm good. I'm just trying to get shit done. I'm just trying to be in charge. I'm trying to protect you. But what does the results say? What does the results say? If we look at your finances, are you struggling or are you getting ahead? It's based on your thinking. How do you think about money? When you think about money, do you stress out? When you think about money, do you complain? When you think about money, is it negative thoughts or is it positive thoughts? You see, it doesn't take that much for you to realize that your thoughts causes the way that you feel. So if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel stressed out, if you're experiencing anxiety, it's because of what you're thinking about. It's not because something out there causes you to have anxiety. Your parents don't cause you to have anxiety. Your friend didn't cause you to have anxiety. Now, they will want you to believe that because then what do they do? They try to sell you on the medication. Now, 
like I always say, there's an opposite to everything. The good thing about living in America, there's nothing that is here to stop us legally from accomplishing our dreams. On the flip side of that, we have a system that where people just want to make money and they will tell you whatever they got to tell you to earn the money. And unfortunately, we have an entire industry that is based on earning money and not really based on helping people. You see, a whole industry has exploded because they are treating what? They're treating symptoms. They're not treating the root cause. You go into the hospital, you go to your doctor for anxiety. They're not treating the root cause. They're treating the symptoms. So they're going to say, I'll prescribe you this. I'll prescribe you that. Because they need to make money. Now, are these doctors and individuals evil? No. That's just the way that the system is set up. And you got to recognize that because the results tell the truth. Now, I can, I'm an authority on this because I can tell you from a veteran standpoint, having served in the military, they were never interested in solving the root cause to our issues. What they would do when you go to the VA is say, hey, oh, you have anxiety? You have depression? You got mental issues? Here's some medication. That's the number one thing that they did. It was never, hmm, let's get down to the root cause of this and really teach you how to overcome it. That doesn't exist. Now, they think they're smart by saying, well, we'll put you guys in a group and then you guys can talk about it. Still doesn't solve the problem. And some of you guys know how that feels where you did the medication, then you went and you talked to somebody and all they want to do is talk about the problems, but they don't want to talk about the solution and how to actually execute on that solution. Right. I think you guys know where I'm getting at. So the problem is that most of us are not taught how to self coach ourselves. We are not taught how to think for ourselves. So when we get down a negative track and we're feeling negatively and now we're stressed out and we have all this anxiety, all we know to do is to reach for the medication, to go do things like doing drugs and smoking cigarettes and consuming alcohol to numb the pain. That's what people do because that's all they know. You are not taught as a child how to overcome anxiety. When did you ever learn about anxiety? Did you learn anxiety when you were in elementary school? When you were in middle school? When you were in high school? No. That's why majority of Americans do not know how to deal with it. All they know is what they're told. What they're told on the TV. What they're told by people who have no idea how the mind works. Hey, why don't you just take this? Why don't you take this medication? Why don't you smoke this? Why don't you drink this? But it's not the problem. They're treating the symptom. And so this show, I'm going to get into the root cause and what you can do. Now, disclaimer here, I'm not a doctor and I'm not diagnosing anything here and I'm not prescribing you anything. I'm just going to talk about what I did. And you can choose to do what I did and prove to me that it doesn't work or you can keep doing what you've been doing. But the choice is yours. So we address the problem. Now let's talk about the science, right? Because I already alluded to it. Your behavior, your body language, the way that your body feels is based on what's going on in your mind. We call that vibration. Vibration is describing the speed that your body is vibrating at. Your heart, it vibrates at a particular speed. They can measure this using kilohertz or, or something like that. They can measure 
your blood flow. They can measure your lungs. They can measure all of your organs, your muscles, your body, your skeleton structure, and they can find out what is the vibration this body is in. When someone is has a disease, let's say like cancer, let's say they have uh, colon cancer, the organs that are affected and in a diseased state, it's not vibrating on the right frequency. It's not vibrating on the right speed anymore, meaning it's out of rhythm. Your heart, when it's not operating correctly, it's out of rhythm. It's not operating properly because it's not in the right vibration. Now, what can cause that to happen to a person? Well, we already know it can happen by the foods that you eat. There's no question about that. And guys, I can talk about that till the cows come home on that one. But I'm just going to talk about mentally what's going on here. You see, if you're a person who keeps thinking negatively about yourself, negatively about your life, negatively about your goals, you can literally get to a point where you give yourself depression. You basically create the depression yourself. Now, a lot of people will say, well, I'm depressed because my parents and the economy and the college and I got all these homework assignments and I got this and I got my kids. No, you're depressed because you did it to yourself. You have anxiety because you did it to yourself. The science says that. The body is an instrument of the mind. When your mind is disorganized and it's all over the place, and there's no order, and it's negative, you, and if you keep going down this way, sooner or later we'll get to a point where anxiety will start to conquer you, which will lead to depression. Now let's go through this, because where does it really start? Where does anxiety really start? It starts with ignorance, not understanding yourself, not understanding the situations you're in, not understanding how to respond to those situations, not understanding how to get in control of your emotions. Why do you not understand that? It goes back to what I said. That's not what you learned when you went to school. Nobody taught you about how to get in control of your emotions. Nobody taught you about depression. Nobody taught you about anxiety. Nobody taught you how the mind works when you were a child. And if we're going to teach people to live a better life, we got to start when they're children because that's when the mind is wide open. But when you're an adult, your mind is already set, which is why I'm not saying anything different than what you've heard in the past. Maybe I'm just happen to be the guy that gets you to finally do it. But see, children, they don't have a problem doing it. They don't have to make up their mind. As soon as you tell them they got to do something and they're emotionally involved in it, they're going to do it. An adult, on the other hand, you could tell them till you're blue in the face. It still doesn't mean they're going to do it. They've got to consent. They've got to agree themselves. You see, it starts with ignorance, not understanding ourselves, not understanding this mind and how the mind controls the body and how you have a mind. It uses your brain as the electronic switching station, and it communicates that all the way throughout your nervous system, your muscles, your body, everything. Your body is an instrument of your mind. This is not taught. You hear it plenty of times on social media, but do you really understand it? You know you understand it because all you have to do is look at your behavior. What does your behavior say? That's why I said it starts with ignorance. And when you don't understand what's going on inside of you, what are you going to do next? You're going to start to doubt and worry. That's when you start doing the negative thinking. 
over and over and over and over again. And the negative thinking starts to get intense and it just keeps coming over like a broken record. And then what happens? You start to get scared, scared of failure, scared of things that will probably never happen, scared of the worst case scenarios, tragedy, loss, embarrassment, guilt, shame, criticism, judgment. And because you also didn't learn how to deal with fear, that fear turns into anxiety. And now your body is moving on the anxiety frequency. And at that point, if you, because you didn't understand any of this, in time, that's going to turn into depression. That's literally what happens to us. Now, that's exactly what happened to me. You see, I didn't have a father. Father was a drug addict. And because I did not understand how to deal with that, what happened? I had a lot of self-doubt because I didn't know how to be a man. I had a lot of, I had a lot of self-doubt because I had nobody there to teach me that. And I worried so many times about my inability to be the man I needed to be to get to where I want to go in life. That's all I thought about. Like, God, how can my father leave me like this? Guy left me high and dry, was never there. That's all I thought about over and over and over again. And then what happened? I got scared that I would never become the person I wanted to be because I had nobody there to teach me. And not only did I have that fear, but I had anger as well because he wasn't there. So I was upset. Why? Because I'm ignorant. I don't know how to deal with that. So I'm allowing what he did to control me emotionally. That's what triggers the anxiety. I'm allowing an outside circumstance, something that I can't control, something that I can't go back and change to control me. That's what creates the anxiety. The anxiety doesn't start first. It starts with your thoughts. See, if you don't understand how to respond, what are you naturally going to think about? You're going to think negatively. Because that's all you know. Well, that's what happened. And I became depressed. Father wasn't there because he was a drug addict. Biological mom wasn't there because she was a drug addict. Cousin molested me. I didn't know how to deal with these things. So what happened? I became depressed. Those situations happened to me. Nobody was there to teach me how to deal with them. Nobody was there to teach me how to forgive and let that go. So what did I do? I internalized those things. That became the depression, the anxiety, the stress, the overwhelm, the anger, the guilt, the fear, the doubt, the worry. That's what it produces when you don't understand how to process that. Now, that's not your fault because I'm going to keep saying it. Did they ever teach you depression in school? No. Did they ever teach you about anxiety? No. Did they ever teach you how to think for yourself? No. What did they do? They told you what to think. They told you what to do. That's the way it works. So when you become an adult, the biggest frustration is you start to know what you should be doing, but you're not doing it. And you're not doing it because nobody ever taught you how. So the next logical thing that you do is you go to medication and you realize that doesn't work. Then you go to counseling. And you realize all they want to talk about is problems. That doesn't work. Then what do you do? Then you start buying the books. Now I'll buy the books, right? Now I'll get into personal development, right? 
right? You, you start buying the books, but you can't read them. You don't have time. And when you do start reading them, you barely understand it. But then even if you start reading it, let's say you're, you have the ability to memorize what you read, you still ain't doing it. Why? Because you can go, you can go throughout your entire life reading personal development books, going to personal development seminars, and never changing your behavior. Because most of the things out there, they're not teaching you how to exactly do that. They're telling you what to do. This book, Think and Grow Rich, it tells you what to do. Now, the great thing about this book, he's got a lot of stuff in there that's explaining how it's done. But I would argue that I happen to be a person who can take what's in this book and show you exactly how to implement it. Because that's what my expertise is. I'm not in the business of telling you what you already know. I'm in the business of trying to get you to do it. There's a big difference. So that's what's really going on with us. We know, but we don't do. That causes anxiety. We know, we don't do. That causes depression. We know, we don't do. That causes fear. We know, but we don't do. That causes doubt and worry. Why? Because we don't understand how the mind works. We don't understand how to take a thought and act on that thought with repetition and consistency. We were, we were never taught that. We were never taught how to get in control of ourselves. And if you're my generation, the millennials, you're definitely just learning this for the very first time because your parents did not teach you. I guarantee that. Your parents, if your parents was anything like mine, they were too busy working. Just trying to make it by. So we have majority of the generations out there today who don't know and didn't pass it down. The good thing is we have a new generation who's 17, 18, 19, 16, 20. They've already picked up this book. They got this book already. See, I didn't get this book till I was 30 something. They already got the book and they're teenagers. But even they have the same problem. They read the book. They know what the book told them to do. They still not doing it. Because you don't know how. So let's get into the exact how. How do these seven words help you get in control of yourself and conquer your anxiety? Well, let's look at it visually. This little guy. This little guy was used by the late Bob Proctor, which was my mentor. He's not the one that created this, by the way. He's just a person who used it. Because we think in pictures. If we don't have an image to use, we're not really going to understand what anybody's saying. So let's use an actual visual representation of what's going on with you. You see, the first part in this big circle at the top, that's the conscious mind. That's where you think. The bottom half is the subconscious mind. That's where you feel. This little circle is the body. That's where the vibration's at. The speed that your body moves at. So your body is an instrument of the mind. Your mind tells your body what to do. Those facial expressions, that body language you have, those bad habits you do, things like that. Oh yeah, that's coming from the mind. The body's just executing the orders. So if you don't understand the root cause, how are you ever going to change your behavior? 
Do you think medication is going to change what you do? Do you think drinking alcohol is going to change what you do? No. It just does what? Treats the symptom. So it never really goes away. And you have the same problem. You can move to different cities. You can change jobs. You can get a divorce and get a new marriage. You can do whatever you got to do. But you'll still be the same person until you change what's going on inside of you. So when I say those seven words can help you get in control of yourself because those seven words start out as a thought. Things are always working out for me. How good does that feel when you repeat it to yourself? Tell me in the comments section. How good does it feel for you to say to yourself right now, I am so grateful that things are always working out for me. Say it to yourself right now. I really challenge you right now as you're listening to it, just say it to yourself. I am so grateful that things are always working out for me. How does that feel when you say it? Share, share how it feels in the comment section. Now, let's go back through the process. What are you doing? You're thinking first about what you want in a positive, using a positive perspective, a positive affirmation. When you say that to yourself, you know what you're not doing? You're not thinking doubt and worry. That's what you're not doing because you can't think two thoughts at one time. So yeah, you have something that comes out of nowhere, a situation that you may not know how it's going to work out. You may not know how it's going to unfold, but that's outside your control. You can't control that. What you can control is what you think about. And if you start to think, you know what? I don't know how that's all going to work out, but I know for this, I know this for sure. Things are always working out for me. I don't need to know how. Things are always working out for me. And if you say that to yourself, how will you start to feel? You're going to feel calm. You're going to feel peaceful. You're going to feel relaxed. And if you feel that way, what will the vibration be in your body then? You're going to feel better. You're going to behave better. You're going to have positive actions. You're not going to be in a state of anxiety. Why? Because you did what the root cause is. You thought about something else instead. Instead of thinking about shit that you can't control, instead of sitting there and complaining, instead of sitting there and thinking, oh my God, what about this and what about that? You're forgetting that, and maybe this might be the best way to put it. Whether you believe in God or not, we know there's something else at work here. If you think you're the person that has to move the mountains in your life, you are absolutely confused. You don't need to move mountains. You don't need to go get. You don't need to go force. What you got to do is let things happen in your favor. But you can't do that when you don't think that way. See, when you're thinking doubt and worry all day long, that means what you're really doing is doubting your own ability and you're doubting God's power. You're doubting the power of this universe, even though the proof says otherwise. The results tell the story. The results show that God knows what he's doing. Because every single time in your life when something happened that you thought was inconvenient, you thought, why the heck is this happening to me? Am I being punished? What happened in the end? It was one of the best things that ever happened for you. Again, things are always working out for you. But you've got to think this way. And if you don't think this way, you won't feel that way. And if you don't feel that way, you're not going to behave that way. That won't be your response. You will continue to react from ignorance, thinking doubt and worry, which leads to the fear and leads to the anxiety. 
That's how those seven words can literally completely give you control over yourself again and help you conquer anxiety because it starts with a thought. It doesn't start with results. The results you've already paid the price for. They've already happened. Again, I'm in California right now. It just turned 7.26 p.m. I can't change that it was just 7.25. I can't go back and change that. It is what it is. It's done with. You can't change what has happened to you. You can't change what has occurred today. But what you can do is control the way you think about it. Now, this ain't coming from me, by the way. So let's go to our reference. Let's go to the source of where I get this from, just so you guys know I'm not making this up. This is written all the way back in 1908, guys, by a gentleman of uh, name Wallace D. Wattles. And he titled this book, The Science of Getting Rich. Getting rich means whatever you want. And he says, your way of doing things is the direct result of the way you think about things. So it's the way you think about the situations that are happening in your life that contributes to the anxiety. The anxiety is a manifestation of what you focus on. So if your perception is based on negativity, best believe as, as sure as it's going to get dark tonight, you will have anxiety. There's no question. And it can happen just like that. Doesn't take long. If you concentrate on stuff that you can't control and that you don't like it and you're scared and you're doubting, you will have anxiety. There's no question. But instead of spending your energy thinking that way, why don't you just think the polar opposite? Why not just tell yourself, listen, things are always working out for me. And guess what? It's not a lie because you can look back in your life and see how things have worked out for you. You can see that. You can connect the dots. You can see when something happened and even though you didn't know how it was going to turn out, it may even been a very inconvenient thing. In the end, it was one of the best things that happened. It all unfolded. So it's not a lie. It's actually the truth. That's why I said, if you can hear what I'm saying, if you can see what I'm doing, that means you're alive and you have the ability to see and hear. And I would say that's a successful position to be in. Some people, they can't hear today. Some people, they can't see. Some people can't even hold a cell phone. Some people can't even be a part of this right now. But you are. And if you're sitting there thinking, oh my God, you know, my life is just, you know, it's just terrible and nothing's going right. And, but you can still hear. You can still see. You can walk. You can still earn money. You still have a place to stay. So things are still working out for you. You have to understand that. It's your way of thinking. It's how you think about things, the way you think about them. You see, I don't care what's going on. I don't got time to focus on stuff I can't control. That's the bottom line here. We can spend all day long debating, going back and forth about, well, what about this and what about that? But that's all BS. That's, that's outside my control. What's inside of my control is me. What I'm choosing to think about. What I'm choosing to focus on. And the results tell the story. When I focus on something negative, I feel negative, I do negative things. When I focus on something positive, I feel positive, I do positive things. It's as simple as that. It's not complicated. Let's go back to the visual. Thoughts cause feelings. Feelings 
cause actions. The actions lead to your results. It's that simple. Now, they're not going to tell you that when you go to the doctor. Doctor's not going to say, well, what have you been focusing on recently? Who have you been surrounding yourself with? Uh, what have you been listening to on social media? Oh, that's not the questions. They're trying to prescribe you medication. Other people you go to, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, tell me about the problem. Yeah, tell me more about the problem. Explain the problem. Tell me why you're angry. Why do you think you're angry? And that's all it ever is. That's all it will ever be until the person starts to think in another way. See, I don't care what you've done up to this point. I don't care what you think the problem is. At the end of the day, that's all irrelevant. The only thing that matters is what is the solution? The solution is to change the way you are thinking about yourself, about your situation, about your life. Why do you think forgiveness is so powerful? Forgiveness is you changing the way you think about what happened to you. Why do you think perception is so key? Perception is all about your point of view on something. It's everything. That's why two people can experience the same event. One person has a positive outcome. The other one has a negative. Why? Perception. It's the way that they saw it. And that's a choice. That, that's not a set in stone thing. You get to choose how you see things. You get to choose the way you want to think about things. That's a choice. And yes, you can get better at it. It's a muscle. You got to hit the gym. You got to put up the reps. You got to train yourself the way you want to live. I share this all the time. One of the models in the military, train the way you fight. Practice the way you play. Train the way you're going to live. It's not enough to just get the book and read it. It's not enough to just go to the seminar and call it a day. It's not enough to just go on social media and read a bunch of inspired quotes. You got to act on this. You got to become this. It's not enough to just think about it either. You got to think about it. You got to feel it. And then you act on it. There's a big difference. Because you can think positively, but if you're still walking around feeling bad, that, those thoughts aren't going to matter. You really got to start learning how to take control of yourself. You do that by starting with these seven words. Things are always working out for me. Things are always working out for you. But are they though? What does the result say? You still alive? Can you see? Can you hear? Can you walk? Can you get up? Do you have a job? Can you make money? Do you have a place to stay? Do you have another opportunity to do something different today? I would say things are still working out. But hey, don't take my word for it. This is something you got to consent to. I can't make you think this way. You got to choose to think this way yourself. You got to choose to think your own truth, regardless of whatever has been going on in your life. That's exactly what he's writing in this book. He says it right here. To do things in a way you want to do them. To live a life where anxiety is not conquering you. To live a life where you are in control, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. That means to think positive, to think gratitude, to think, you know what? I don't know how that's all going to happen, but you, it's going to work out. To think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. 
To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. The truth is that things are always working out for you. That is a truth. That is true. And if you think truth, regardless of appearances, you are thinking the way you want to think. And he said it. Your way of doing things is a direct result of the way you think about things. You change the way you see things, the things that you see will change. We've heard these things. But that's what it means. It starts with thoughts. We got to choose. It really starts with a choice. We've got to choose to think differently in those moments. When the situation occurs that's outside of our control, when someone says something we don't like, when somebody does something we don't agree with, if our job is doing this or our business is doing that or our family member this or the doctor said that, we have to choose to think our own truth regardless of the physical appearances. But Devori, that's delusional. Well, your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what's reality and what's delusion. If you feed your subconscious mind negative thoughts because you say that's the reality, then that's exactly what you're going to get. If you feed your subconscious mind delusional thoughts that are positive, by the way, what's going to happen? You're going to feel positive and positive things are going to happen. Now, I can say it this way, too. There's a language to everything in this universe. If you're from Mexico. We know Spanish is the language. You're from America. We know English is the language. What is the language of the universe? The language is energy. You're in a negative energy state. That's all you're going to get. You're in a positive energy state. That's what you're going to get. That's as simple as it gets, guys. I really don't believe this is complicated. I don't believe you need to be doing a thousand things to conquer your anxiety. I think the more simpler it can be for you, the better off you're going to be, the more consistent you will become, the more confident you're going to feel is when it's simple. But when it's complicated, more overwhelm occurs, more stress happens, and you're back where you started. Things are always working out for you. Just accept it. Just repeat it over and over and over again. Now, why would you do that? Well, Napoleon Hill wrote about that. Just so you know, this ain't my opinion. I'm going to read it to you. Why would you keep repeating the same thing over and over and over to yourself, even though it may be a lie? Well, on page 84 in Think and Go Rich, in my version, he says, it's a well-known fact that one comes finally to believe whatever one repeats to oneself. Whether the statement be true or false, why is that? Because the subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real or what is fake. Remember, feelings, emotions are located in the subconscious mind. So when you go to the movie theater and you watch a scary movie and you walk out of that movie theater shook and you're ready to lock all the doors and make sure you're safe inside your home. Why is that? Because that movie, the director, the video editors, they know what they're doing. They know how to get into your subconscious mind and make you feel a certain way. If you repeat a lie over and over and over again, you will eventually accept this lie as truth. Moreover, you will believe it to be the truth. You are who you are because of the dominating thoughts which you permit to occupy your mind. Let me read that again. You are who you are because of the dominating thoughts which you permit to occupy your mind. Thoughts which you deliberately place in your own mind 
and encouraged with sympathy and emotion does what? Produces the motivating forces which will direct and control your every movement, act, and deed. Now, you may be saying, well, is it really that way, Devore? Oh, well, you know what? He wrote about that too on the page before. He said it right here. If it be true that one may become a criminal by associating with crime, and this is a known fact, it is equally true that one may develop faith by voluntarily suggesting to the subconscious mind that one has faith. Well, what is he meaning by that? Let me turn one page before that. He says, when a person first comes into contact with crime, they will look to avoid it. If they remain in contact with crime, they will become accustomed to it and endure it. If they remain in contact with crime long enough, they will finally embrace it, accept it, and become influenced by it. You're a product of your environment. You become the person you hang around. You become the person based on the books that you read. You become what you're consuming on social media. These are all generating thoughts in the conscious mind. So what you see on social media, who you're talking to on a daily basis, the books that you're reading or neglecting to read, those, that's what's happening in the conscious mind. So if you're wondering, why do I have anxiety? Why, do I, why am I stressed out? Why am I overwhelmed? What are you focusing on? What are you giving your attention to? Where's your energy going? That will tell you right there. That's the root cause. I'm not talking about symptoms. I'm talking about the root cause. Anxiety is a symptom. Root cause is your ignorance, not understanding how to respond, not understanding how to take control, not understanding what to think about instead. I just read it to you. You got to think your own truth regardless of appearances. What is your truth? It's whatever you choose it to be. But I'm giving you a head start right here. And it's in seven words. Things are always working out for you. That can be your truth. If you accept that as your truth, I guarantee you're going to feel that way. I guarantee you, you will behave that way. And the way you start to respond to situations in your life is going to be entirely different. So yeah, you will start to feel in control of yourself and you will conquer your anxiety. That's exactly what happened to me. It's what happened to plenty of my clients and it can happen to you. But it starts with seven words. Things are always working out for you. Now, this brings us to questions because I know some of you guys have some questions. You may want to add to this conversation. So let's pull you guys up. Let's see here. All right. There we go. Okay. Blessings. Hey, Minty. Happy to see you on here. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> oh, really? What, what can you see? What can you see? Finesse on TikTok. What can you see? Tell me. Since you know. You see, the results tell the story. Let me give you guys a great tip here, all right? When you deal with people who are looking to troll what you do, when you're encountering haters, you have to understand one thing. 
These are individuals that are not in control of themselves because if they were in control, they would never write what they write. They would never do what they do. It's that simple. And the best way to know that people don't know what they're doing, look at their results. You see, I live in a beautiful home with a beautiful wife, a beautiful business. And I get to wake up every day and help people succeed in their life. What's better than that? And I'm doing all this because I decided to do it. I'm not doing this because I was told to do this. I'm not doing this because I was manipulated into doing this. I'm doing this because I decided to do it. That's not success, then I don't know what is. Let's keep going. Uh, let's see here. Sky Michigan Realtor says, what books you got on the shelf? Well, I got Thinking Go Rich right here in front of me. The Science of Getting Rich also. Um, Psycho-Cybernetics is behind me. I think that's a great book to read. Uh, Dragonfly611 writes, Anxiety, a fear of the future. Anxiety is fear of the future. I think that's what you want to write. Depression is fear of the past. No one teaches you these things. Thank you. Thank you for contributing. They tell people what to think, not how to think. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Sky Michigan writes, living in the past, depression, living in the future, anxiety, living in the present, peace. Ooh, that's really good. I love that. I love that. Thank you, guys. It's all programming to keep us small. Thank God for my life coach. Save my life. I love it. Let's see here. I had to learn also, don't just read and study. You got to apply. Exactly. There it is. Kiki writes, things are always working out for me. Exactly. Yep, it feels good, right? Being honest, it doesn't feel that way, so it's hard to say it and actually believe it. Well, that's why I read to you what Napoleon Hill said. If you repeat it often enough, you will start to feel it and you will start to believe it. But you got to start. Nothing ain't going to happen if you don't start. You got to make a decision. Automatically felt better. Exactly. Anthony Sosa 47 writes, the mountain is me. I agree. You're the only problem and solution you'll ever have. Hey, this is my favorite setup since the new move. Thank you, Alyssa. I think we're finally getting it <laughs> all set up properly. It, it took a while, but we're here. <laughs> I just been really busy. That's why I just finally got it done. I appreciate the feedback though, guys. Thank you. Anthony Sosa, 47, Law of Assumption. Could be. It is an assumption. When you assume that things are always working out for you, you are assuming that to be a fact. Just like if you're always saying, oh, well, things, things are always going against me. That's an assumption. Yeah, I was brought up with repetition, Dragonfly 611. Exactly. That's why I don't watch scary movies. Exactly. <laughs> the funny thing, guys, is like, this is everything we talk about when it comes to mindset is happening to you already, even if you're unaware, especially when it comes to movies, advertising, marketing, sales. Oh, yeah, they've got it already. They understand what they're trying to do to you. You see, they got to get you emotionally involved. They, they got to trigger you. 
Why do you think politics is so polarizing? Because they know what they're doing. If they're going to get people off their asses and they're going to go vote, they got to get you triggered. They got to get you emotionally involved. And they're going to say all the right words to get you going. And I don't care whether you are Democrat, Republican, independent, on the left, on the right. I don't care. The principle is the same. If I want people spending their money and voting at the polls, I got to tap into their emotions. I got to get them riled up. And these politicians, they know what they're doing. The commercials, they know what they're doing. The interviews, the reactions, they know what they're doing. Half the shit they say is not really true. They're saying it because they want you to move into action. That's why they say stuff. And they've done billion dollars of studying the human mind and psychology and what moves people into action. And if I can give it to you straight without using a bunch of big words and all this sort of stuff, it's emotion. They've done studies. They know based on the color of your skin, where you live, what your age is, um, your current education status. They know how to talk to you. They know what's going to pull on your heartstrings. They know. That's why they talk that way. The news, they know it too. They know how to get your attention. That's why we call it clickbait. Because they throw up a title, knowing it's going to grab your attention. Knowing that once you read it, you get a little emotional about it. You're like, oh my God, what is that? Now they got your attention. See, it's happening to you whether you know it or not. What I'm telling you to do is to do it for yourself in a productive way. You got to get your own attention and focus that attention towards something productive. Focus it towards something positive. Stop focusing your attention towards negative things, especially things you cannot control. You can't control the economy. You can't control what your job is going to decide to do. You can't control your customers. You can't control the gas prices. You can't control the people in your life either. You can't control the weather. And you can't control what time it is right now. But what you can control is you. And if you can truly accept that, and I'm not talking about one foot in, one out, one foot out. I'm talking about truly accepting that idea. Oh, yeah, you're going to be a master of yourself. You'll be able to self-coach yourself anytime. You'll be able to get through it. But you've got to accept the idea that the only thing you can control is yourself. You can't control anything else. Uh, love as always writes, yep, NLP techniques, exactly. Be free with me, 22 writes, amen. Thank you for this reminder. Thank you for joining. I'm happy this resonates with you. So what do I leave you guys? Well, here's an exercise. Write it down every day in a gratitude statement. I am so grateful things are always working out for me. Now, I'm not telling you anything I'm not doing myself, and I'll show you. Journal at. Oh, it's over here. Hold on. All right. Give me a second. Here we go. So I got my purpose journal right here. I write in this journal every single day, no matter what. Now, there are days I have missed, okay, because I'm not perfect, but 95% of the time, I write in this journal. 
And in this journal, there's a section for gratitude. And I've been writing this down every single day, every day. Things are always working out in my favor. 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 Things are always working in my favor. Right? I just keep writing it over and over and over again. So it happens. It happens. The way, the way we got this house, the way that I've been able to earn money in my business, the quality of life that I live today, it's worked out for me in, in a very convenient way. When I didn't know how something was going to unfold, it showed up because I've been writing this down. This is the, the number one thing I always write down every single day. It's the first line of my gratitude list every single day. Things are always working out for me. Every single day I write that. Every time. Again, there it is. There it is again. I'm just showing you the receipts. For the people in the back, I'm showing you the receipts. There it is again. There it is again. Every day. I've been doing that for years. I, I think I've been writing that down for at least three years now. Almost every single day I've been writing that down. And now it's just a permanent belief. I just believe it. I just, it's just a fact in my life. Things always work out for me. I don't have to know how. In fact, I've gotten to a point, guys, that I don't even think about how something's going to work out anymore. I just know. Like if something goes down and it's like chaotic and, it, you know, there's a problem or something like that, I'm like... I know it's going to work out, so whatever. I don't like it, but it's going to work out. And it does. So that's the action step. I'd write it down every day in a gratitude list. And I'd keep writing it down until you start to feel it, until you start to believe it. And I'd keep writing it down until it just becomes a way that you think. Because I know the next question is, well, how many times should I write it down? How long should I write it down? You should write it down until you become that. Because that's how the mind works. It works through emotional repetition. The repetition of you writing something down every single day and being emotionally involved in it is what causes it to become fixed in your subconscious mind. But see, if you're not emotionally involved in what you're writing down, you're not going to get anywhere. See, you got to really feel what you're writing down. That's why I write it down in a gratitude, a gratitude statement. Excuse me. That's why I write it in a gratitude statement. I am so grateful that things are always working out for me. Grateful just feels good, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel good when we say grateful? Let's see here. Love is always writes, yep, it's not my business to know the how. Like the live to show our gratitude for this awesome reminder. I appreciate that, guys. Very grateful. Very grateful. Well, I think we are finally, uh, hold on. Galaxy Big Bird on YouTube writes, food, how can food have an effect on us, on our mindset? It can have a profound effect. Because what you're doing when you put food in your body, you're manipulating the vibration of the body. See, that's why you don't ever hear anybody get going to the hospital because they ate too much spinach. Oh, I had too much fruit. I've been eating too many vegetables, doctor. I've had too much rice and beans, Right? I've had too much plant-based. That's why I'm in the hospital. You don't hear that. You hear, oh yeah, I eat out a lot. 
I've had a lot of sugar. Yeah, I've had a lot of, uh, you know, made in a lab somewhere processed foods. Yeah. But let's just keep it real, guys. I mean, we can go all day long and, and go back and forth about what you should eat. I'm not on here to tell you what to eat. What I'm telling you is to look at the results. When you eat fast food and processed foods, do you feel good or do you feel bad? Do you feel energetic or do you feel slouchy? Does your cholesterol go up? Does your blood pressure go up? Or does it go down? The results tell the story. I don't got to tell you what to eat. Just look at the results. They'll tell you right there. And when you're consuming things that raise your blood pressure, that raises your cholesterol, that does not make you feel energetic, you're in a low vibration. You're not going to feel good. You know how much money is lost in businesses because employees go to lunch and they eat crappy food and they come back and they're unproductive. They can't even focus. They might as well have taken a two-hour lunch and a nap because they're not doing anything when they get back. And I know that to be true because it happened to me. <laughs> so it's not for me to tell you what to eat. I'm just telling you to look at your results and make your decisions from there. Good question, by the way. Good question. All right, guys. Well, we know what time it is. I'm off to my coaching call. Very grateful to be here with you. And let me make sure you guys can hear it. There we go. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care.